0: Every day I have like an hour, hour and a half, sometimes Mm -hmm. two hours of like a digital detox.
1: Welcome to Pencil Leadership. My name is Chris Anderson, success and lifestyle coach, and this show is to help you begin building a life of fulfillment and to leave a positive mark on the world. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now take out your pencils and let's begin. Ray Davis said a challenge only becomes an obstacle when you bow to it. And Sherman Fine Silver said, don't worry about failure, worry about the chances you miss when you don't even try. This is episode 84 with Patrick Fitzgibbons, a retired police commander who's had over two decades of experience in different roles. Uh, he also is a professor teaching next generation of criminal justice professionals. He has many degrees in business and organizational leadership. He's also a former army paratrooper with the elite 82nd airborne division. And so he's an active supporter of military members and veterans. On top of that, experience keeps going. He's the personal coach, a speaker, the host and creator of CJL Evolution, which is Criminal Justice Evolution. He got one of the top-ranked criminal justice podcasts. He's also the author of Evolve. It's a collection of routines, habits, and advice to take charge of your life and be your best self. And today, we're going to be talking about creating a correct mindset for success. And don't forget to share this episode with someone else and subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. Oh, thank you again
0: for yeah. being here, brother. It's, a, no it's an honor. Thank you for letting me have you on your wonderful show. Well, you <laughs> know, I... I wish I had some great tale of, <laughs> you know, some, you know, you know, downtrodden childhood or something like that, but I grew up, you know, a, a, you know, I had a great family and loving family and was very blessed uh, growing up. Uh, I decided, uh, at one time to, to go into the military. I didn't, mm-hmm. uh, take the traditional route and go to college right after high school. I kind of worked, I worked on a cruise ship for a while. Oh, wow. And then uh, as a young uh, teenager, and then I got done with that. And I still really didn't know what I wanted to do with my life, but I come from a family of military. And mm-hmm. my dad was a, a lawyer in the military in the army for many years, wow. uh, which is a JAG officer. And, yeah. you know, at about the really old age of 21, I decided to <laughs> go into uh, the army and uh, pursue a, a route uh, that my dad did, except I didn't go to uh, you know, law school. I think I did the, the smart thing, and I was jumping out of perfectly good airplanes <laughs> right. with yeah. the 82nd Airborne down at Fort Bragg, and I did yeah. that for a while, and you know, developed leadership skills and teamwork skills and all that stuff. And when I got done with the military, um, I had a young uh, baby and my wife mm. in tow, and we came back to Colorado. I knew I wanted to get into law enforcement because uh, I have a family, you know, of uh, law enforcement officers mainly in Chicago, and so I chose that route. And uh, 23 years later. Uh, I had a great career, retired, as you said, as a commander, a patrol commander. And uh, yeah, just a great ride up and down, you know, like any yeah. profession, but really had a great ride. And you mentioned uh, the podcast, Criminal Justice Evolution, yeah. CJ Evolution. And I retired in 2019, but I wanted to continue to give back to, you know, not only military personnel, but, you know, the, the brave men and women who protect us every day in law enforcement. It's been a fun ride, brother, and I'm That's awesome. I'm busy. You were oh. naming off all that stuff, and I was yeah. like,
1: God, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. You <laughs> got a full plate still and you're yeah. retired, which is awesome. Stay busy, yeah. right? Yeah. No, that's, so I've always been big in the World War II. I've loved yeah. just that era. My Our grandpa history. was yeah. in there back then. Um, and so the 82nd Airborne, the 101st and the 82nd there and Bander Brothers. Like, yeah. I think at one point I almost had the whole, the movie uh, quoted. I could, I quote it all and just really like that. And just fascinating. Yeah, I, fascinating. I, a lot of history. Yeah. I thought about going military route, but broke her vertebrae, uh, in high school. So I had surgery after that. So it kind of nixed that pretty, pretty quickly, pretty easily. So, but yeah, a lot of respect for the the military and uh, the police for sure. So, um, my grandpa actually, he was going to go and be a lawyer after being in the, in the Navy. He was, a um, uh, oh man mind blank uh <laughs> he watched the weather he was a meteorologist oh, in, cool. the, in the navy so during some of their battles over in the pacific and oh wow i bet you hear so stories going back and forth i forget which which islands and stuff but yeah so it was neat to to hear about that so yeah. cool connections there but uh yeah i'm excited to kind of get your your perspective and, and your um just knowledge on building the successful mindset the cor- correct yeah. mindset for success so Um, is that part of kind of what you do with CJ evolution in your coaching? Exactly, brother. I mean, you know, I, I I coach uh, a lot of law enforcement,
0: uh, some military, but a lot of law Mm -hmm. enforcement and, you know, Law enforcement, and I I tell this to everybody, law enforcement is one of those, it's kind of like a toxic environment. I mean, it really is. I mean, you know, I'm not saying everybody in law enforcement is toxic or negative. I'm just saying it's kind of a negative environment because of the nature of the job. Right. And so, you know, that's going to take a toll on you at some point. I mean, we're all human, obviously, and you can only see so much trauma and sadness, you know, human suffering without it, you know, affecting you at some point Mm -hmm. in your career. But so, yeah, I coach. Uh, I, you know, I coach law enforcement, other people to develop those, that proper mindset. I I love, you know, talking about mindset because it is so essential, uh, to develop. And again, there's different mindsets. I'm talking about the proper mindset and that is, you know, cultivating that, you know, your mind is a garden, whatever you plant, it's going to grow. So if you're thinking negative thoughts all the time and you are just ticked at the world and life and everything, that's what the world's going to give you. You know, that's what the universe is going to give you. So yeah, I help, uh, you know, people within my, uh, uh, profession or former profession. Uh, I talk about this a lot on my shows mm-hmm. and yeah, I just want to continue to give
1: back to the brave men and women who protect us every day in the, That's the awesome. profession that was good for me for so many yeah, years. For sure. And, and I love that. And I'm actually a part of an organization on the board of, um, it's a marriage, uh, organization and they have a specific, it's called bonded by blue oh, yeah. uh, for police officers and their marriages. So it's a faith base, but uh, just helping them kind of grow and, and, hinder. So I know I the importance and yeah, yeah. So, um, so with that, how do you, how do you kind of guide these individuals, uh, these police officers, these former military into building this proper mindset? Well, it's like anything else, brother. I mean, it's, okay, what, what is,
0: what's the root cause? I mean, what, you know, digging deep into, you know, somebody's background and, you know, really, really trying to understand what they're, what they're suffering with and what they're struggling with. I mean, and, and it takes courage, you know, to, to get people to admit that they're unhappy or, you know, they're negative and things like that. But it's really, you know, quite simply getting to the root causes Not you know, everybody's different. Everybody has, you know, uh, different uh, problems that they struggle with. But yeah. again, having an honest discussion with themselves. And what I usually do before we start uh, is, you know, I send them a series of questions, you know, and to dig deep, to give me a better understanding of what they're suffering with and what they're gotcha. struggling with. And then it's just building on that. And then it's giving them, them tools, you know, teaching them that, they don't have to stay in a toxic environment if they don't want to. They don't have to stay in relationships that are toxic and stuff like that. Because too many times, brother, I think a lot of us, you know, we just kind of put up with toxicity in our life because that's yep. what we're conditioned to do, some of us. Yep. And we, yep. especially with like family and close friends. Yep. I mean, so it's it's giving them those tools to develop, again, that proper mindset. But Right. I can only, I'm just here to, to give you the tools that I've learned over the years, but you have to do the work, you know, yes. as a, as a client. So, but, uh, you know, life is short, man. We, you shouldn't, you know, mindset is everything. I mean, I never, I didn't believe that a lot, you know, throughout my career, I was yeah. negative,
1: but it really is everything. And and it, you can cultivate the proper mindset. Just yeah. I, time. I agree. I think it's, a lot of it starts in the mind and a lot of it even starts in what we allow yeah. into the mind, like we're like, well, I listen to this music, but it doesn't affect me. Like it, more than you think it does. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and and all the the negativity on the news and like you're having in yeah. the background, even just hearing it subconsciously, like it's still feeding yeah. that beast almost that negativity. And yeah, I think the mindset, I think all a lot of it starts right there with that root cause. Um, and you mentioned tools, so, so what kind of tools do you give or do you have that help people? if they're willing to take action with them, um, start cultivating that. Well, I just give them a series, you know, I just
0: give them, you know, there's different phases in my coaching and okay. I give them mm-hmm. exercises along the way. And one gotcha. of those yeah. is doing, uh, an assessment of who you surround yourself with. Yeah. You know, like we were kind of alluding to that, Chris, I mean, who you surround yourself with is Jim Rohn famously said, if you know who Jim Rohn is and yep. your, your listeners, he's a very uh, famous person, Super successful, but very wise. And he said, "You know, the, you're the average of the five. You know, people you surround yourself with." So one yeah. of the tools I give my it's simple, just okay, who 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 is your tribe? Who's your crew? Who is who is you within your inner circle? Who are you surrounding yourself with? Because that is going to directly influence how you live your life and your happiness level or your negativity level. So that's a tool I just give them. You know, hey, I want you to do, and I usually call it a, you know a person assessment or a people assessment of yeah. who your who your five are, who your ten are and it's, it's quite revealing when you, when you when you think about it if you, if your listeners have never done that i encourage you to do that if you have if you're surrounded by people who are lifting you up and not bringing you down great but there's a lot of people who aren't and that's mm-hmm. you know that's a simple tool to do right off the bat because that is going to it's there's a direct correlation between your success and happiness and your mindset with who you
1: are spending your time with Yeah, that's a great point and a great one to start with, I think. And it's, you can almost, they're like, oh no, the people I surround myself, it's not that big deal. But if you think about it, it's almost like if you were to have five habits in your life and like one's over drinking and one's uh not exercising and, and whatever all these other negative ones like those things those five yep. negative habits are going to deteriorate your health and, and your yep. well being and yep. the same thing with people and your mindset because they yep. feed into that so that's yep. another way to kind of you could look at it. Yeah. And you you mentioned my book Evolve mm-hmm.
0: uh, brother. And that is, you know, that's a big chunk of my uh coaching platform and, and evolve is an acronym. So the E stands for elevate, you know, elevate your mindset, elevate your thoughts, elevate to a different level that you're at right now. Again, if you're at that level, more power to you, but there's a lot of people who aren't. So V is visualization. You have to visualize and you have to see yourself getting that promotion or getting that job or whatever. It takes action. I mean, everything, everything is predicated in action, but visualization is a very, very powerful tool. The science backs it up. Others is the O, others Mm. who you're surrounding yourself with. It's so critical. I never really got this, you know, a lot when I was younger, but the, the older I got, the more wiser I got, <laughs> you know, I started realizing that, okay, I need to surround myself with people, you know, the right people. Not that yes. I live in a bubble and don't have bad days. Everybody does.
1: right? But again, <laughs> it's
0: so important. That, you know, you surround yourself with, you know, the right people. The V V is uh, victories. Victories every day. You have those victories. You know, this Mm. goes back to gratefulness. You know, you're alive. You know, celebrate that victory. You have great relationships. Celebrate your health. You have victories every day you should be celebrating that I believe.
1: Yes. Um, agreed. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah.
0: And E, oh, I, I missed L. I'm sorry. No, I was gonna, yeah, I was going to go back. I'll L, L is back. love yourself. You know, if you can't if you can't love yourself, how do you expect to love anybody else? I mean, yep. it's not narcissistic to really love yourself. I mean, because, again, you've heard of that old thing, Chris, where you're on a plane, the oxygen mask falls down. It's overused, but I'm going to use it anyway. Who are you going to put the mask on first? You're going to put it on you, right? Yep as mm-hmm. first responders and I tell some I tell clients this all the time we're really really good at running into that door or running into that building and saving and you know and solving problems but we have a hard time not everybody but a lot of people and I was one of them first yep. responder have a hard time taking care of themselves and loving yes. themselves yep. so L is love. V like I mentioned is uh, you know victories and e every day be your best self. And so mm. you know bring your A game. You know, is much you know, the older I got when I was at work, and you know, I was having a bad day, I still brought my A game. I still felt you know, I, I you know, had that positive attitude because yep. the people who my subordinates, you know, the people I'm in charge of, they're going to look at me. And they're going to say they're going to model that behavior, especially in law enforcement, and military. So every yeah. day, it does, and it doesn't just you know, stick to law enforcement. It's any job you have. Just bring your A yeah. game all the time.
1: And I, I agree. I think this can definitely correlate to really anything in life that mm-hmm. we're doing. Like, like elevate, like you said, just getting yourself to the highest level, like always, like I try to help people 1% better every day, like just try to, exactly. to elevate to that next level. And, and that doesn't have to be some crazy accomplishment. Yeah. Uh, just, just one thing, just imp- constantly improving. Um, and with the V, the visualization, uh, ha- you know, that was something newer. This just this uh, about a year ago really started to dive into as well. And man, it's it is crazy, so powerful. yeah, so powerful. And I, I know at first it's like it's hard, it's different because you're like, so I'm just imag- imagining like what I want, and there's so much more to it, but um, it really is so powerful, like what you can kind of manifest in your mind, and then actions come to well, get to that. Well, think about it. your subconscious, you yes. know, your
0: subconscious mind, which does a lot, more than people Mm -hmm. know, you know, whenever you, and again, it takes action. All this is predicated on action. You can't just sit, you know, you can't visualize a million bucks in your lap and it's going to (laughs) suddenly materialize. You have to put in the work and the action. And I always stress that, but it is so powerful. Like you said, the more visualization you do, the more your subconscious mind is going to push you in that direction, believe it or not. Yeah. The action that you need to, to create anything you want. Mm -hmm. You know, and it takes practice, you know, it takes practice. It takes discipline. Goal setting is another thing I talk about with clients. You Mm -hmm. have to establish goals, you know, short-term, mid-term, long-term. Very important. I encourage my clients to journal, write things down. I mean, it's easy. You know, I can't remember anything. I'm getting old. (laughs) I can't remember a lot. So I have to write things down. But it's it's powerful, too, to you're visualizing what you've, you know, written down. So it's very, very powerful to put your thoughts down on paper.
1: Yeah. And, yeah, that's, I think, one of the like a simple thing people can start implementing is just that small amount of time and visualization just to start changing yeah. that mindset up. And then those actions will come from that. But yeah, yeah I, I, that's such a huge thing. Uh, these are all good things. I mean, others, yes, we talked about our circle and, mm-hmm. and those people uh, loving yourself. That was a, that's a good one. And that too, was one of my hard ones uh, just even early on in, in my journey um, and I always use the acronym or the, not the acronym, but the, the story It's like you're a cup and if you're empty, you can't pour into anyone else. So yep. you have to fill your cup first so it can overflow and you can pour in other it. people's lives. And so, um, it. it's so important though. And, and first responders, like you said, they, they, do have a hard time. I think in a general sense, taking care of themselves first because they are always wanting to help yep. and give. I know I struggle with that for, for years, you know, with, you know, um,
0: um, you know, take care of myself, you know, my relationships were suffering because I was, you know, I was depressed a lot. I was angry, Mm -hmm. went through all the emotions, but again, that's stuff within my control. Look, you can't control a lot of things in life, right? You can control the six inches between your ears. (laughs) Your thoughts are so powerful and your thoughts are going to manifest into things. They're going to manifest into actions. So it's very important. Uh, that we cultivate good thoughts every day, that we put that positivity into us. Action, you have to do action, which is yep. very important. But uh, yeah, it's so, it, it will change your life. And one of the things I encourage people to do, and you probably know this, Chris, is you, you, you have a gratitude practice. You know, you have yes. to, you have to, you have to um, have gratitude practice, whatever that is. Every day before my feet hit the floor, I am thanking God. I am thanking whoever, whoever, you know, the universe is to you, Amen. whatever, uh, God, Allah, whatever your faith is, you have to, I just thank God that I'm alive. I yeah. have my health. I have my beautiful wife, my family, I'm breathing. Yeah. So when people say, well, I have nothing, you know, I'm nothing about life. You're alive. Yeah. Right. I mean, that starts right yeah. there. You you're alive when somebody else, unfortunately didn't wake up. Yeah. So you gotta, when you start looking at it from that perspective, that can really, it will change your life. You know, mm-hmm. and you start practicing gratitude, it gets into a habit and it's changed my life.
1: Yeah. And that's one, one big thing I, I talk with people about is just the gratitude. It like you, if you continually just talk and focus on what's not going right, quote unquote, uh, then you're gonna going to keep good. having that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So switch that to just for anything. And mm-hmm. like you said, I said, it, it's as simple as breathing. Like you're still huh. breathing. You're, you woke up, you have a bed to wake up in. Like yeah. it, yeah. it doesn't have to be some, Oh, I made a million dollars today. It, no.
0: Like just no, little things.
1: And it just compounds. Yes. of course, Everything like, compounds on compounding itself. interest. You know, it just yeah. builds and builds and builds. You
0: know, I don't know if you know who Gary Vay- Vaynerchuk is a oh, yeah. successful mm-hmm. entrepreneur, a big fan. Yeah. of him. And I remember seeing a speech he did and I don't quote me on the exact number, <laughs> but it was something like, I don't know if you know what I'm about to say. He said, he just, he got on stage and he said, I want to tell you guys something, all the audience, 40 billion to one and people are like what's this guy talking about that's the chances of you being born now i don't know statistics if yeah. that's the right number i can i should have done some research but it's uh, something yeah. like that it is so crazy to think that we all take for granted most of us take for granted being here right now i do yeah. sometimes but when you yeah. really start thinking mathematically it is such a, a shot in the dark that you're even here yeah, so why waste point. it why waste it you know
1: living in fear or, being irritated and mad and stuff like that. So. Yeah. And that's that with that gratitude, like implementing it just from a personal experience, like mm-hmm. I don't enjoy doing dishes at all. <laughs> and so like, that was like getting me frustrated. I was like, Oh, I got to do more dishes. Like, blah blah. blah. and so I, sh- I shifted just a little, I was like, I'm grateful yes that I had food to make these dishes dirty. I'm, exactly. I'm grateful. I had dishes to eat on like, and it now it's just like, okay, I get to do dishes, like get yep. them done. And it, it's, just that little simple uh, chore, it really just changed that. And I think, yeah, to looking at the probability of being born, yeah, it's just and crazy. we're here, yeah. That's,
0: well, and even in, in times like now, look, everybody's you know with COVID and everything. I mean, people are bummed. I mean, there's a lot of you know despair out there. But again, yep. you you got to look at. You know the bright things right now. I'm I'm on your great show, Chris. Right now, with technology, (laughs) technology we we didn't have. You know, 15 years ago. I mean, there's so many things to be grateful for. You know, in your life, you know, but uh, it starts with yourself. And like I said, I really emphasize people that you're surrounding yourself with because that is core, in my opinion. That is so central to
1: where you want to go in your current state of mind right now. Absolutely. Yeah, cuz if you're around people that are constantly just talking about the negative news oh, yeah. or or turn off the news, turn off your phone. Yes. If they're just a complaining walk, read a book. Yeah, walking. it'll it'll wear on you.
0: Yeah, it does. And I, you know, I every day I have like an hour, hour and a half, sometimes mm-hmm. 2 hours of like a digital detox. Oh, awesome. Because I have a business, you have a business, you have to yep. be on there. But I just put my phone down for like an hour or two a day and I'm just like, I'm just going to recharge. I'm going to meditate. Yep. I'm going to read a book, something positive, and that really helps recharge my absolutely my, my batteries
1: yeah implementing those sessions of just yeah. whatever it is like uh i'm in indiana right now and Colorado. you understand it gets a little bit colder mm-hmm. in this time and so i usually would just go walk outside go yeah. take care of the chickens you know yeah, just yeah. get out of uh just to get away from it um and so yeah i think that's a, a crucial part um but with like so what what if you have someone who comes to you and they're really struggling like to find their place and they're um, a first responder or they're retired or they're in the police force or whatnot. And they're just struggling with getting, getting this routine down to start Mm -hmm. elevating and evolving themselves. Yeah. Well, I mean, first of
0: all, you know, it's digging deeper. What are you struggling with? And just having that honest discussion with yourself and then just instilling to them, you know, this, again, the first, this cracks me up with first responders. I love them, brave men and women. Yeah. But again, they're so good at, you know, taking care of everybody else, but they have a hard time kind of, okay, this is what I'm struggling with. For the first thing, you know, I tell them is, okay, what exactly are you struggling with? I mean, what, mm-hmm. and a lot of times it's a matter of trying to extrapolate that because they know they're struggling. They just can't put it into words. So it's right. a matter of pulling that out of them, which is the mm-hmm. hardest part. Sometimes yeah. of getting, you know, an admission that they're struggling or maybe depression, whatever. Uh, and then getting that out of them. And then it's giving them, again, the tools and the advice and the coaching and the mentoring to get them their compass turned in the right direction. Again, yeah. everybody has the power. There's no secret sauce. There's no secret magic to coaching or mentoring or yeah. talking to people. It's just giving them that inspiration and motivation to open up their mind and do great things. And they, everybody has the solutions inside of them. Yeah. You know, that's the good thing about coaches and mentors. It's, it's a matter of, you know, imparting, you know, wisdom and experience that got me through my difficult times. And again, a lot of it I are, you know, already talked about is really doing a people inventory in your life. You know, who, who you're around. I mean, why are, why are you thinking these negative thoughts, digging deep? A lot of the stuff that we, we stress about, believe it or not, you probably know this, Chris is it's deep rooted. It's childhood yes. stuff that we were conditioned with, yep. you know, I mean, things like that where I was never good enough. Well, who told you that? Well, my dad, okay, well you are good enough and, yeah. and kind of reprogramming and we were rewiring, you know, that brain to really believe that you can do, you can
1: do anything you want. Absolutely. You know. So, yeah. And I, I, it's so like with, with pencil leadership and with my coaching and stuff, it's really that I, I love drawing out, the potential in people like like letting them when they like it finally click and they realize like, holy cow, like I'm meant for so much more. Like I have so much potential in me now. Like Mm -hmm. all that false, those, that false narrative, those lies just kind of fall off. Like that's so cool because we were all created with such, such potential and so many people miss out on that because of fear, because of the condition nature that we've been through. And, and so, yeah, it's, it's, digging into that and finding that that root cause is is a critical process. And one of the things that you mentioned fear, one of the things mm-hmm. I
0: tell people when I when I talk to them is, you know a, a lot of the things that we we fear, mm-hmm. two things. Either they don't come to fruition. <laughs> yep. And if they do, they're much smaller they're not that big of a deal than we we created in our minds. Does that make yep. sense? So yeah. I had a tendency earlier on to make mountains out of molehills, and yep. you know I was so afraid to, to do this or to do that or go for that promotion, you know I was just making. I was so terrified. But it's it's you know again when it, if it does come to fruition, it usually isn't as big as I inv- envision it in my mind. So that's the one thing right. that's some advice right there with fear. Yeah, fear is can be crippling. I mean, look around yes. you right now. Look around you right now. We have two two sides of the fence. We have people and I'm not saying I'm, I don't want to get into a COVID discussion that much, but <laughs> Right. you know COVID is real. Yeah. But you have people who are just scared to death to go out of their home and then you have the opposite side where people are saying, "Okay, I'm not I'm not scared of this. I'm going to do what I have to do to protect myself and others, but I'm not going to live in fear." Right. So, I mean, what is different from those people than the people who are hiding under their tables because it's, it's all how you're conditioned. It's all how you were raised. It's all how you, you know, people you're surrounding yourself with.
1: Yeah. No, that's a great point. I think it, yeah. And I always hear this quote with fear and I've said it multiple times. So people probably get annoyed with me saying it all the time, but, uh, the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. I love that quote. I love it. Every like whenever there's anything that I've been scared to do, and I finally ended up just kind of doing it. Like it always turned out well, even though if it didn't, it didn't turn out how I wanted it to something positive still came from it. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. That's the key. I think.
0: Yeah. And, and look at anybody's any successful person out there
1: and you know this Chris, and hopefully
0: your listeners do too. They had to face their fear to become successful. Yeah. They had to face failure. Nobody, mm-hmm. no Gates didn't wake up one day <laughs> and say, well, I'm a billionaire. I didn't have to do anything. I didn't right. have to face fear. I didn't fail. No, any successful person has to face their fears. Yep. You know, and has to face failure. Yeah. And get up and forge, forge ahead. Yeah. I had the they, benefit of being in, you know, in, in in the military, a very tough unit. And that's just how I was raised. You know, that's how I was conditioned and trained. Not that I had bad days and stuff, but failure is not an option. Yeah. You know, where I come from in the law enforcement community and in, in the military. It just wasn't an option. You get up back on the horse and you go again. Yep. You get knocked down, you get up and go again. So that's facing your fear and that's facing failure.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's crazy. Like when people, they make, like you said, mountains out of molehills. And Mm -hmm. if they could just realize they're scared to maybe fail, that maybe they're scared to succeed, but like getting through that, what's on the other side of that is, is, growth is success is exactly things that we can't even imagine sometimes because it hinders us so much. Well, and that's why it's so important to surround yourself. Again, I've been harping on this with the right people.
0: I mean, you know, the people that are telling you, you can't do it and, and, you know, oh, you're going to fail. Those are the same people that are probably envious and they they can't do it because they're too afraid and secure. So they're going to try to bring you down. You know, I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a, I remember hearing this uh, story about, uh, there's a guy and his wife walking down the beach and he's coming, his, him and his wife are coming up on a guy who's just fishing from the beach. And he Uh has this bucket of crabs as this bucket of crabs that he's just, you know, catching crabs, put them in this bucket. And as this couple is passing this fisherman, the guy and his wife look around, there's, they, they, they see this crab trying to, to get out of the bucket. And he, he says to the fisherman, he said, Hey man, um, you know, this, this crab is, was trying to get out of the bucket, and he said he won't get out of the bucket. Huh. He said, "Watch and see what happens." What do you think happened? The other crabs pulled him back pulled, down. Pulled him back down. So those are that's huh. the negative influences yeah. in your life. Those are the people that are bringing you down. And a lot of, I mean, I'm not saying you can't love them. I have family members that are toxic. I love them. I just don't want to hang out with them all the time. Exactly. <laughs> right. You no. Know, understandable. So, yeah. Well, so, so with
1: that, how do you how do you guide people who are trying to get out of those? circles with the toxic, with the negative people? Like, do you just tell them, Hey, cold Turkey or like get out, like drop it or what? No, I think you process? can do
0: it. You can do it in a way where, look, I mean, I don't, you know, you don't want to, I mean, I think there's a way to, to do it and yeah. the way to kind of limit your time. Yeah. But, but I think you have to have those honest discussions right, with your family or friends or whoever you don't want to associate it with. Look, I mean, that's part of, you know, life. You have to have tough discussions. So I encourage people Look, whoever it is, you need to have a heart to heart with that person and say, "Look, I love you or I care about you, but I don't like your attitude. I don't like the toxicity that you bring to our relationship. And if you don't change, and some of them do, some of them don't, Mm -hmm. we're going to have to limit our time together. It is very difficult to do that, especially with family members. Right? But you have this goes back to loving yourself, brother. You your time is valuable. You you don't have a lot of time here on Earth. Why spend it with people who are bringing you down, who are toxic? And are negative, so it starts with having that. I'm not saying just cut them off cold turkey, but I think you know, especially with a family member or a close friend, I think you have to have those difficult conversations. And if you lose a friend, okay, I'm yeah, I don't know, you, you they probably you probably don't need them in your yeah, life that much. Are they really, really a friend? Yeah. Uh, were they were they helping you? Were they helping yeah. you grow? Family members a little tricky. Uh, again, I have family members that I love dearly, but and I've had those discussions with them, and, you know. I've, I'm willing to kind of help them. And, you know, I mean, right. everybody can change, everybody can, you know, do better, but,
1: you know, some of them haven't and I just really have to limit my, my time with them. Yeah. No, and that makes sense. It's, and again, I think some people are just are still in those circles because yeah. they are afraid to have those conversations. And so it's like, you got a, a lot of growth and, and, and steps to take for sure. But yeah.
0: And the people that, you know, like family members, you know, it's not about love, you know, because some, some <laughs> of them will be like, you don't love me anymore. No, it's not about love. I love you. I just don't want to hang out with you all the time. You're toxic. Yep. You're negative. I don't like the negative energy. And we all, you know what it feels like that negative right. energy. Mm-hmm. You don't need that in your life. There's no. no, there's no, there's no law that says, well, because you're my brother, I have to listen to you and right. to spend all this time with you. No, you don't have to, but that's how some people are conditioned as well. They're yep. family. You know, you just got to hang out with them and accept. Yep. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't have to accept it.
1: No. I, yeah. I think that's big. And, and again, it, the just reiterating what you says, like you can still love them yeah uh but if you're not at the point to be able to guide them or uh kind of deflect that and show them the negativeness of their actions then it's probably better to step away yes until you are yeah for sure remember the crabs you know they're yeah. gonna, pull, they're gonna yeah. pull you down yeah <laughs> yeah they're gonna pull you down yeah absolutely um Oh, well, this has been great. The evolve, I I love that. I love that acronym. Um, and I'm gonna go over to just say them again. E is elevate, V visual, visualization, O others, L love yourself, V victories, and E every day be your best self. That's that yeah. is amazing. That's yeah. really a cool uh, acronym to kind yeah. of go every day I- in. I appreciate it. And
0: you know, I mean, you can, if anybody wants a, a signed book, it's a little micro book. Cool. So That's and awesome. I wrote these for, for first responders, military, but it's really for anybody. And if anybody wants a signed book, they can just go to my website and you can also get a free ebook uh, version of the book on my website, cjevolution.com. So
1: awesome. And is that the best place people can find you is CJ Evolution? <laughs>
0: Yeah, brother. Everything is right there.
1: You mentioned my podcast. Thank you so much. We're almost hitting
0: uh, 400 episodes right now. Awesome. And uh, yeah, it's really taken off. I have amazing guests uh, on the show. I'd love to have you on my show, brother.
1: If you're interested, absolutely. But
0: uh, yeah, I just have amazing guests from you know thought leaders, best selling authors, guys that hunted down Bin Laden, the SEALs. like That. that, (laughs) So I mean, I have, as a matter of fact, I have another show in a a little bit with uh, an ex uh, SEAL Team Six uh, commander. So he's going to come on the show. We're going to talk about leadership and being your best self. But uh, yeah, everything is on cjevolution.com podcast speaking stuff. We're not doing a lot of speaking now for obvious reasons, but coaching
1: definitely. And I'd love to hear from, from anybody out there and I will respond. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, guys, definitely get connected. Uh, So CJ evolution and the link will be in the show notes. Uh, Patrick, before we head. Out, I would love for you to answer this one question I ask of my guests, and it's the fifth trade of pencil leadership so for those who don't know that is a pencil was created for a purpose um and it's to leave a mark a good mark on any surface that it's guided to write on and so with that being said when everything is said and done with you or said and done for you here on earth what do you hope the mark you left is You know, great question, brother. It's in my name, Evolution, to
0: help those brave men and women who protect us every day to get them to that next step uh, step by giving them the tools and the experience and the knowledge that, bless, thank God I have and I want to impart on them. And it's to make them better, both personally and professionally. So that's the hope. That's the mark I hope to leave on this great planet when I
1: go. (laughs) That's awesome. I love it. I love the mission. Um, And so again, thank you for what you have done and thank you what you're doing now. Appreciate it, uh, brother. Yeah, and thanks for being on the show.
0: It was an excellent time to keep doing a a great job with your show, Chris. Thanks, I appreciate it. it. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope it brought you value. If it did, leave a rating and review on whatever platform you listen to your podcast. This actually helps us get this in front of more people so we can leave a bigger mark. And then share this with someone, someone that it could bring value to so you can make a difference in their life as well. Now let's go out and be pencil leaders.